Hello and welcome to the Cat and the Rat podcast with your hosts, uh, the Josh the Rat Curtis and Ken the Cat Letary. Uh, this week we are going to be doing the same thing we do every week, breaking down the games from last week, looking forward to the games next week, telling you stuff you already know and telling you stuff that uh, you don't need to know. Um, we've got a special guest uh, with us tonight, um, and that is the owner of the Findlayach Warriors. Uh, I don't know if I still don't know if I'm pronouncing yeah. that right, but um, I'm assuming that shot. probably not. Um, but uh, we've got Pat Healy here. Pat, how are you doing, hey. man? I'm well. You guys good? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah. Uh, I'd say I'm uh, a fan of your fan of your cast. Thank I'm, you. I'm one of I'm, I'm one of at least nine people that listen to it. Yeah. Are you the one listening yeah, from great. Ireland or Belgium? Maybe I have a VPN. You'll never know. All right, we'll find out. <laughs> Man of the community, uh, I can't have this come back to you. Yeah. All right. So, Pat, um, we have been butchering the name of your team uh, all season long, um, and we kind of were planning on just continuing to do it for the rest <laughs> of the season. But seeing as how you're here, how about you give us a little um, insight into what? Uh, you're actually supposed to, or how you're actually supposed to pronounce it, and what it means. Do, do you have any idea what it means? I put Not it together only. Some no, go ahead. Sort of Gaelic, or I was going to say, I'm just assuming it's some sort of Irish or Gaelic or something, but I have no idea. I haven't looked it up. I was considering looking it up, then I heard you might be coming on. I was like, you know what? I'll let him surprise me. Yeah. Again? And I think I put together some some connection but i don't want to say it out loud and look like an uh, an idiot so i'm gonna let you take over yeah so i i wrote this little narrative for you guys i was gonna like i was trying to figure out how i was gonna do this and i thought about putting it on the discord i thought about emailing it to you and being like listen fuckheads like but but anyway uh so here i'm just gonna read you what i wrote and um so i said dear third best podcast Please put a little Google search effort in and don't unsolicitedly suggest that I change the name of my team that you can't even pronounce until you put in the effort to figure out the simple question of why. In this case, your unsolicited advice is terribly misguided that I changed the name of my team and wasn't even part of your actual unsolicited advice segment, which makes it that much more terrible. The name also has a uh, redundancy in it, which... uh, for which reason you should have been able to figure it out. Finley is both a surname and a given name. Its meaning is of Scottish origin from the Gaelic personal name Finula, Irish Findlech, uh, composed of the elements Fair, Finn, and Leoth, Warrior. So the Finley Warriors, or the Finleoth Warriors, are named after my daughter who... uh, yeah, so I, you guys were, I, I'm not, Ross goes, are you going to go on and like blister them for this? And I'm like, no, I, I'm just going to fuck with them. But uh, it's, it's my daughter's name. You can pronounce it Finley Warriors if you like, or just Finley or Warriors or whatever you'd like. But. Um, not, but I feel like we hit that pronunciation correct at least once over the past week. Uh, Josh did it pretty well this, today. What? We're gonna to have to roll back the yeah, tape. That's right. But that's right. We'll go. We'll go with it because you would know better than us. So we it's, had it was it, it, honestly, I've been pronouncing it Finley. 
Okay. Finley. Yeah. We could do that. We yeah. could do that. Yeah. yeah that's a good so my so my team my team this year is named after my daughter. She's been having a rough time and yeah. uh but uh and I got a, I pulled out a win this week, which both of you voted against. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We voted because of yeah. you, not because of your daughter. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. But uh no, you guys are doing a great job. Your uh your third best podcast is fantastic and I really like the unsolicited advice section and uh, going out and get sponsors. That's that's huge, guys. Yeah, we're doing it, man. Yeah, it's the American uh, dream. Yeah, I'm gonna try to roll that into a couple of free tacos here soon. But, yeah, uh, I I did um, I did see him again recently, so uh, I'm I'm becoming one of his best customers. I think there so. I'm go. gonna have yeah. to. But, uh, gonna have to start I have not, for this, I've, this ad revenue. I haven't been able to try them yet. I uh, I'm hoping to catch up with him sometime. But oh, you gotta, you gotta. Not living in Southern Maine makes that hard. Yeah. But uh, how how is podcasting, guys? Are you liking it? Are you having fun with it? Uh, I mean, it is it is what it is. It's just us literally recording. I do zero editing, as I know it's been, like, really difficult to tell from listening to it. But we're just stream of consciousness. Whatever is recorded goes on to the podcast that you listen to. Chuck, Chuck was a magician. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he definitely put in more... Um, off-air hours than we are um i'm free to admit that but um so we're playing playing it mostly by ear uh and i think it's going all right um i'm not minding it we're getting through and offering all kinds of great advice on what people should have done in the past um yeah really that that's only that's that's our only goal is to make sure you guys know what stupid fucking mistakes you made last (laughs) week i would say the most effort i've put in so far is naming the episodes and I don't know if anybody got last week's reference, um, but a Steinax was Hector's son from the Iliad. He was thrown over the walls of Troy and dashed against the rocks, much like our hopes of last week of winning. So it was a very morbid, deep cut. So just a heads yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, you guys got some good material this week. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off your podcast right. and let you guys get going. But uh, yeah, get after it, fellas. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us, Pat. It's nice to hear uh, the origin of your team, and uh, we uh, all hope for the best. You guys and your family. You really didn't know what it was. I had no idea. I think I've only seen. I think I only saw your daughter's name once, so I I never put it together. Uh, I never made the connection. I was just trying to pronounce a Scottish Gaelic word, so that's like what I was going for. I think the actual pronunciation is supposed to be Finlay. But I, yeah, Finleach. But it's, I don't know. I think you can play, you can be pretty whatever with it. We could do Finley. We could do Finley. Yeah, get after it. See ya. See ya. See ya. All right. So, uh, now we got rid of all that dead weight. Yeah, man. Just sinking our ship here. So, uh, thanks to the Finley Warriors owner, uh, we will start saying it like that from now on um all right so that was fun uh we're hoping to by the listeners out there um we will be trying to get people on the podcast um and not to sound desperate but if you want to come onto the podcast reach out to us we got time you can come on spout your nonsense we'll maybe i'll start editing once i hear what you have to say and that'll turn my technical prowess on but it's open. The time is open if you want to show up. 
Yeah, yeah, we might reach out if uh, you know we see a certain matchup that went uh, you know a surprising way, or someone's having a heck of a run, something like that. We might reach out and say, "Hey, we'd like to talk to you about um, your current luck, whether it be good or bad." Um, but if somebody's got something to say, just hit us up. We'll uh, we'll fit you in. We've got no problem with sharing airtime. Our egos aren't that big yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet, not yet. All right. So uh, and I uh, hold yeah. on. I just I missed ooh, something ooh. in the um, in the introductions. Uh, mm. I, I you know I introduced myself as Josh the Rat Curtis and uh, Ken the Cat Letary. What I missed was that Ken is also our local dungeon master. Yes. Um, so we are going to be working on mixing in some of his you know favorite pastime, uh, <laughs> some dungeons and dragons and elves and dwarves and gnomes and whatever the hell else he's got going on there yeah uh, so you'll, you'll see that sprinkled in a little bit um because yeah he's the dungeon master is you know not the fun kind we're not talking i feel like they're gonna hear talking it. dungeons and dragons <laughs> they may hear it they may we'll see we don't know uh, we'll see what happens so well yeah. last week do we really yeah. have to talk about last week again because it happened again it yeah. happened again yeah we it's, both lost. It's Groundhog's Day. We had yeah. one moment of touching the sun, and then we failed. We sure did. All right, so let's take a look at last week's matchups. Uh, we'll just do a quick overview. Uh, Brian Adams of the Mantis Toboggans yeah. managed to come out on top, so he is the only um, undefeated team so far. Ooh, uh, then yeah. we got... Cardinals, Mad Dogs, Party, and Dave all coming in uh, at 2-1. and one. And Then we've also got Herbie, Rock, the Finley Warriors, as we just learned, uh, Lab Rats, Anal, and Malcolm, and Chinese Waving Cats all holding out the bottom half at 1-2. and two. Uh, So there can still, obviously, it's still early. There's going to be a lot of movement every week. <clears throat> Uh, with just a couple, you know, a win here and there, someone could jump out three, four, five spots. So uh, yeah. it's still early. I'm not counting anybody out yet. Uh, what game would you like to start with, Ken? Um, I'm just trying. To, I don't know. Like we had a a blowout for for one of these games. We had a f- bunch of like rel- oh, we had actually two big blowouts. Three. I'm gonna move that up to three blowouts. So I don't even know which one we should do first. Should we do the really boring games first or the the tight ones? Um, I don't think it matters this week because I think the some of those um, blowouts were also kind of interesting in in how it happened. Um, so let's just uh, dive on in. You want to just. Yeah, yes, dive on. You want to just start with our games first, like we did last time, get those out of the way. Yep. Uh, you know, talking about those awesome teams first, and then uh, we'll jump into the rest of the losers in our league. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, why don't we start with my game? Because I have a slight bone to pick with Cardinals. With I made a poor choice. Yes, I realize this. I should have left Josh Allen in. And Cole Beasley. That was my original intention to keep them on in my field. I didn't because they had had terrible weeks. Daniel Jones had, had pretty good weeks. Cardinals, though, after the fact, was like, I don't think it's going to matter. It doesn't matter even if he had played it correctly. No, it would have mattered. I'm pretty sure I would have won by a point if I had left my team intact. Uh, but I tinkered too much. 
and I fucked myself. The only reason I lost this week is because I doubted my starting lineup and I changed it out. I mean, and also Shane's team played pretty well, so. Yeah, it did play pretty well. We'll have to give him that. Uh, That might be a theme uh, you might notice coming up here in the next game we talk about, but uh, we'll stick to this one for now. Um, Yeah, you did definitely leave some points on the bench there with Allen and Beasley. Yep. Um, Giovanni Bernard had a good game, too, and uh, you couldn't see that coming. No. Uh, but both of your running backs produced well. You would have had to put him in the flex spot, really. But, yeah, that would have gained you some more points. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're looking at Monday morning quarterback in this, you could have ended up with a real high score, maybe even the highest um, of the year so far, uh, if you'd have put all the right guys in. But Yeah, but I did not. No, um, you did not. But Shane's got some points on the bench, too. I mean, that one's quarterbacks. Can't really count that. Yeah. Waddle and Boyd both... You know, over 12 points. I mean, his defense did added, great for him, so. Yeah. Yeah, he could have added a couple of points to his as well. Uh, but he, um, he's he got a decent team. The Dak Prescott, Amari uh, Cooper combo, not not as dynamic this week, but, you know, still worth playing every week. Yeah. And uh, Najee Harris seems to be pretty solid pickup. Um, if he's going to continue to keep playing the way he had, like his first week was pretty rough, but he's picked it up every single week since then. Uh, so yeah, that was a good, that was a good snag for him. Cause I don't think he got him re- early. I think it was a later round pick. So yeah, probably they had Pittsburgh had a ton of injuries on their, um, running back situation. Didn't they? I don't remember exactly how it went, but I feel like they had a bunch of injuries. Yeah. Or am I thinking of someone else? Yeah, I'm going to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. All right. Yeah. All right. Moving on. So the main point of that game is you could have won if you were smarter. Ooh, ouch. Yes. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, brings us to uh, game. my game against Chuck. And, you know, the overall theme of my game is I could have won it if I were smarter. Uh, so I'm right there with you. Uh, I told you that that theme was going to come back. Um, last minute, what I did was I pulled out Kittle, put in Gronk, and put in uh, Shepard in the flex spot because they had been having better weeks. Kind of like you, I was looking at the um, yep. recency bias, I guess. You know, They're like, well, these guys have been performing. Um, and if I had just left Kittle, if I had done the two tight end situation like I had run the week before, left Shepard out, um, then I would have won. Um, by the way, that's called uh, the Latari when you play two tight ends. So, like, yeah, I'm gotta, already thinking that's going to be my play again this week. I've got to watch it. They're both questionable. Both Gronk and Kill are questionable. I don't think they're serious injuries, but I mean, yeah. if they're both playing, I'm probably going to play them both because the rest of my f- potential flex uh, players are very up and down. James Connor had a good week this last week, but before that, it was all garbage, so I can't trust him yet. Um, and Naheem Hines has also been up and down pretty heavily. So um, I think I might try to subscribe to the philosophy of just play your best players. You know, yeah. Don't overthink it. Don't try to look at you know recency bias, who did what recently. Just put them in there, and they'll either perform or they won't live and die by it. Um, 
But over on Chuck's side, he did all right. You know, he almost got to that magic number of 130. He didn't need it because he won anyways. Yeah. Um, he Stafford, had a good yeah. outing for Matt Stafford. Um, Derek Henry showed he, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Henry's been put in a good performance. Bouncing back. Uh, also, he, I mean, he also left some points on the bench, too. So if he could have switched a couple players, he would have won by more. Um, so there's always that to look at, but all I know is that I intentionally pulled a couple guys out, put a couple guys in, and that's what lost it for me. But he's got, uh, you know, a decent score. I don't know what he's going to do for the rest of the <laughs> year. He, his, his team is still a question mark to me. He's got potential, but I don't know how often it's going to all hit, and he's got to make sure he picks the right guys. He's got guys on the bench who can be hit or miss as well. So with him, it's going to be... Picking the right guys every week. Yeah, and I mean, he saved himself from going zero and three. We don't have anybody who has not won a game in our league, which I feel is I don't know, I don't know if it's rare. I'm just going to throw it without having any statistics, any numbers, or any reasoning to back that. I'm going to say this is rare for us to not have somebody who doesn't go just over. Yeah, it does feel pretty early to have you know nobody left without a win um that would be a job for someone who cares to look back at the other <laughs> seasons uh which obviously is not this podcast correct um, so we just make it up as we go and i'm going to go ahead and say that yeah it's the earliest we've ever had yeah. everybody with one win yeah we're like a shark we have to keep moving forward in order to live so Exactly, and ninety-three percent of stats are made up on the spot. So oh, if you say it with confidence, they'll believe it. I think that's attributed to Abraham Lincoln. So, yeah. sure, yeah, could be. Yeah. He was the uh, drummer from Metallica, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He was the one-armed guy, I think. Yep. <laughs> um, so let's see. Next game here. Why don't we drop down to? Um. Well, I got a I got a point to make about uh, Ray and Josh Yardley's game, so let's jump there. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Uh, and my point there is, you know, Ray scored almost the exact same number of points as me. Um, and looking at the scores across the league last week, we had ha- almost half the league was, you know, up in the one twenties, one thirties. And the other half was closer to 100 or under. Um, And then there was me and Ray right in the middle at 117. Uh, We both would have beat significant portion of the league uh, if we had been matched up properly. But we both managed to come up against someone we wouldn't have. I would have beat six teams had I played them. And he would have beat five only because he wouldn't have beat me by 20.26 points. so that's, that's one of those luck of the draws. You know, you score right in the middle, and you just happen to be matched up with the wrong guy. Um, so points-wise, 117 is not great, but it can get the job done if you're lucky, and yeah. neither of us were lucky this week. No, and he had some he had some people show. I mean, he had uh, Ray's team had one player show up big time and one team show up. Again, Arizona defense was 21 points. Williams, 33 points, like, for a flex spot, can't complain about that at all. Um, but Mad Dogs just had several people. Like, you had two people score 30-plus points. Anything thrown on top of that is just going to help you out. So, 
Yeah, and Swift uh, has been, you know, coming along. I wasn't sure about him. I've had him in past years, and he never panned out for me. I know it's still early, but he's been semi-consistent this year, so he might actually be, uh, you know, a worthy RB1 if he can keep scoring around 20 points a week. Uh, So that'll be a nice pickup uh, for Yardley if he can continue scoring there. Uh, he does need some help at tight end, it looks like, with that two points. Um, he didn't play the first two weeks, so this is his first first outing. Um, he went ahead and started him and got two points. Uh, and Cream Hunt exploded. Cream Hunt exploded this week, and that's sad that he didn't have him in. Well, maybe yeah. not. Sad for him, not sad for anybody else. Right. It's not even that sad. He still won, so yeah. he weathered that storm. <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't really like the Kareem Hunt thing, obviously, because I have Nick Chubb on my team. So any mm-hmm. points that Hunt gets means that Chubb didn't. Right, right, right. Well, that's why, I, that's why I was pretty excited to see Tony Pollard not have that many points this week because I was not wanting to deal with – because I was reading some of the stuff about uh, on Yahoo Fantasy. They were like, oh, um, you may have to move Ezekiel Elliott down to like running back two or three. If Pollard keeps getting, and I was like, that was like my first pick, not the news I want to read, where it's just like, hey, your pick sucks this year, so good luck with that. He pulled it out though this week, so. Yep, he did all right. Um, So we haven't really mentioned much on Ray's team specifically. Um, Bridgewater had a terrible game. (laughs) McLaurin had an average game. Lockett. You know, it's down for him um, by quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, Mike Williams scoring 33 in the Arizona defense, scoring 21. That's really what Correct. bolstered him up to even have a chance. Uh, without those two, he would have been in a world of hurt. He would have, he would have joined the rest of us at the uh, sub to close to 100-point teams if they scored, like, average points. Right. Um, so yeah, so Mad Dog's third place. Hopefully, he keeps starts losing in the future, but not this week. Yeah, not this week. And I gotta look at that painting every day <laughs> as I walk by it. So I don't have any hard feelings at all about that. So uh-huh. yes, I wish him only the best. Um, I guess. <laughs> do you want to do Ross's game and Ross and Drew? Because that's yep. like the last like real blowout that we have. Everything else is like, uh, no, the biggest blowout we have we can save for last, and then we have a pretty close, a relatively close game. Um, so let's see, we have with part of the news USA, his team again is just proving our whole statistical idea out that you score one thirty or above and you are golden unless you run into a random. Week that somebody else is scoring a thirty one thirty and above, but all his players put up teens or above, um, and a few did not. But like for the most part, some players made up for it. Um, scores one thirty two, Anil just did not bring it this week. That happened. No, he didn't. I mean, looking down his side. It doesn't look that bad at a quick glance because you see one, two, three, four, five, yeah. uh, you know, in the double digits. But then those single-digit ones are pretty rough at four and a half and one point six. 
Yeah. Um, that's not going to move the needle at all. And when you're quarterback, I mean, 24 is fine. Um, but really to put on a good show as a quarterback, you need to be looking at 30 points. Yeah. Um, so I, at first glance, I would have thought that it would have been a little bit more than 98 points, but that is all he could manage. And looking at their benches, I mean, it looks like they basically played the right people with the exception of, you know, one person on each team, maybe. Um, so they actually, you know, they did a decent job of choosing the right players to put in. Um, but there was just nothing Drew could do. His players just didn't perform the way he needed them to. No, and Kyler Murray is a disappointment this week because he's scoring close to 40 each week, and then he drops down almost, you know, almost 20 points from what you're expecting. Um, that's being very liberal with math, but um, it still is devastating considering I have him in my other league. So this was a disappointment week for them. Is that a uh, an Easter egg in this podcast that we should be looking for? Because I feel like you've mentioned you have Kyler Murray in your other league and every podcast so far. Uh, I mean, I, I did, I did win this week. I am three and zero in my school league, so like, nice. I have a little bit of a silver lining watching some of these games, even if I suck in this league. I'm crushing in the other league so far, so that's a good thing. But yeah, I'm in two other leagues, and I honestly couldn't even tell you what I am in them because <laughs> I don't really pay don't attention. Care. I make sure I have people who aren't injured starting, and that's about as far as it goes. Okay. Um, sorry to say that to you, Chuck, because I know Chuck is the commissioner of one of those other leagues. But, yeah, dude, I'm not really putting in any effort there. Um, besides, like I said, making sure my roster is actually full at every game time. Um, this is the one I'm focusing on, and that's not going very well either. So, <laughs> this is sad news. So, if you win the yeah. other one, like that, just means everybody else in that league is really bad. Um, yeah, the other one. I mean, I'm usually middle of the road. Uh, I think I might have won it once, or pretty damn close. Uh, I've I've come in the top three a few times, I think, but. Um, that's mostly luck. I think it's a slightly smaller league. Maybe there's only 12 teams or something. So the point score is a little bit higher. Um, but we'll get back to this league. The one that, you know, people actually care tune about in to listen to. Right. Uh, so which games do we have left? We've got the dirty days game and the Malcolm game. Yeah. What do you want to do? The blowout or the somewhat close game? Um, We'll do the blowout, then we can hit Pat's game last. Okay. Let's switch over to that. 75 so, points. Yeah, not great. From Ken Dubs. Yeah, not great at all. That's, you know, again, without looking up any statistics and proving this at all, I'm going to say that is the lowest score we've had all year. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, um, I will say my unsolicited advice did not pan out. For Mantis Toboggan, I'm, I, I guess it's good that he did not put KJ Osborne in because uh, <laughs> he would have scored almost the lowest on the team. I mean, granted, he would have scored better in the flex spot than Johnson did, so that's something. Oh, no, I'm looking. Nope, it wouldn't have. I was looking at his bench still, so no. Oh, yeah, he's got a lot of points out of his flex spot. Yeah, I think you told him to take out Mike Evans, right? I so did. Was, yeah, that would have been a... 16 point drop or so yeah or 
you know, 12 point, I can't do math, 14 point drop. <laughs> if he had stopped in uh, Osborne for Evans, yeah. uh, he still would have won um, because Dirty Dave's decided to punt this week. Yeah, this is real rough. I mean, granted, Christian McCaffrey went down, which I feel like is his entire score, like points. Um, or at least a very good solid basis for his points, and that if he's not there, then the rest of the team really has to show up in order to be competitive. Yeah, but they all saw him go down and they quit. They're like, oh, well, we're done. Yeah. Uh, Brown scoring point three. Yeah, not great. Uh, Lamb at under 10, Harris at three. Yeah, and Tampa Bay's defense, which I'm assuming has scored pretty well in the past. Now four, twenty, and one. So they're kind of all over the place, but you expect better than one point out of a defense like that. But maybe the uh the Rams exposed them a little bit and if the other teams can go back and watch that tape to figure out what they have to do. Um I don't hold out that hope for the Patriots because I don't think they have the personnel to do what the Rams did. Um, oh, we I think, shall see. I think Brian Adams is calling for a bloodbath. If I remember correctly from our Discord, he was like, if the Buccaneers lose this game, it will be a bloodbath in New England. I think it was somewhere around that line. So, and I don't care about either team, so like, I don't give a shit, but like, it'll be fun to see if Tom Brady just lights it up in New England because he's angry from last week. Yeah, I mean, if the Pats are going to lose, I'm going to cheer for the Pats over Brady every week, but I have Brady as my fantasy quarterback. Mm. So if the Pats are going to lose, I, w- I would rather it be, you know, 50 points scored by Tampa Bay because <laughs> at least that helps me in a selfish way. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Um, trying to see what else. Uh, just Dirty Daves does not have, without McCaffrey, they do not have a running back core. They got nothing. Like, Harris is their best option, maybe Fournette, but they're scoring maybe 10 points a game so far this season. If that's your only two choices for running back, you are fucked. Yeah, I kind of wish I was playing him next week. Instead, I'm playing Mantis Toboggans. So Uh, I got the wrong half of this match. Guess who has him next week? This guy. Ooh. I'm sure my team will score like 40 points, so like I don't, we'll see. But yeah, this was just uh, Mantis Bangas didn't need to listen to my unsolicited advice. I think he still should have because he still would have won. Um, that would have made me feel better at least. Um, but yeah, Ken's team, Ken, the other Ken, Ken too, uh, not great. Real bad look for you this week. Yep. Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't go back and comment on our unsolicited advice. We should just uh, say it once and let it sit. Because if we go back and tell everybody how awful the advice was, then they're not going to listen to us in the future. And No, I think we're just that charming um, and believable <laughs> that they're just going to do it anyway. Because right. I think everybody, everybody has, and everybody, nobody, this is a podcast, so you can't see what I just did. I just did like the Jedi mind trick hand wipe. Whereas, like, everybody believes this. Everybody has followed every single piece of advice we've given so far this season. Everybody's made the switch. They've done it. They're happy with it. They've succeeded with it. And we have not heard any complaints, nor has anybody just ignored our advice. Pretty sure that's correct. 
again, Jedi. Yeah, I think we're yeah we're we're batting a thousand on that. I don't know why we're not winning our own games when we can easily just tell everybody else what to do and know how it's going to turn out. It's because we're not selfish people. That's why we're selfless. That's true. So we help everybody else, and then we take the the burden. So maybe one of these weeks here, um, I should give you some unsolicited advice, and then you can give it to me. Oh yes. And then we'll both win the next week. All right, we'll we'll plan this out. All right. Uh, so I think we've got one game left here. We do. Uh, Malcolm Death Squad and the Finley Warriors. I think this is our closest game. Um, a twenty. Maybe. I think it's a twenty-one points. I think is our closest game of the week. Even though it's not well scored, I don't know. I didn't do math. Well, no, mine was mine was only twelve points away. All so right. less than twelve away. All right, so you're closer. Oh yeah, no, yeah we have a ten point game. Yeah, too. the other one, whatever. Yeah, and the Mad Dog with ten. But yeah, again, let's not uh, revisit Jedi mind wire trick. I don't say know. something, stick to it. Yep. Uh, close game, super close. Um, so Finley Warriors picks up his first win of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, he kept Aaron Rodgers in, which was a good move. I uh, didn't have the greatest game, but good enough. Uh, got some good points from uh, Jay Robinson, but other than that, fairly pedestrian scores except for that Denver defense. Yeah. Um, so really, three good performances uh, bolstered him up to a win. Yeah, and Malcolm's team just died. <laughs> like everybody scored. Like I mean, Godwin and Jones scored. They scored below. One scored below projections, one scored above. But those are fairly average scores, but then most of your team scored under 10 points, which is not going to do it um, when that happens. Especially if everybody else is not going to go above 20, as Pat steamed him, which is the only reason that he won. Right. Yeah, and then looking at the benches... um, he had Chark on the bench, so he could have picked up a couple points there. But that was about it. I mean, Ayuk also had a little bit more points than Robinson. Um, I mean, he would have been better for Slayton. Yeah, both Slayton and Robinson could have been, you know, bounced for those two guys. Um, I've, I've heard some guys, some chatter on the uh, uh, Sports Talk radio that Allen Robinson is looking like. Uh, wide receiver three. Uh, he's being a bust. He's not scoring the points. Uh, that whole Chicago Bears mm. offense is in shambles. Um, so you might want to look at benching him. Mm. Bench him. Well, that's a, uh, a free unsolicited advice. True. Um, but yeah, um, this was not an interesting like a interesting game overall. Um, considering one barely made it over hundred, and that's saying as somebody who made it to like hundred and one points, I believe my game was. Um, this is like I don't know a cripple fight. Yep, yep. And I can say that this week uh, I wasn't. I guess I wasn't paying as close of attention, but I don't feel like any of them came down to like the Monday night game. Uh, I feel like, you know, Sunday came and went and the games were, were decided. 
Uh, so I don't even think I watched the Monday night game at all. I was tired and had to go to bed like an old man I am. Um, but uh, there's another game on tonight. What do we yep. got? It's the Battle of the Cats, I think, right? The Bengals and the Jaguars? Uh, sure. I don't know. I believe so. So if anybody out there has got, you know, Bengals or Jaguars thinking about playing them, you've got well, probably game starts in 40 minutes or so from the time of this recording. So if you're listening to this, then it's probably too late. I have Mixon going but, tonight, so we'll see. That's all I got. All right. All right. So, all right. That wraps up last week. So I think we're going to move on. So it's unsolicited advice. And we do have an official sponsor now. Last week, we reached out just because our love for the product, and they heard us. Uh, so this week we got some actual ad copy. I don't even think we need to ad lib this ad copy. It is on brand. It is quite good. Um, so we can definitely go through this. As alluded to, uh, Ironclad Eats is back as an official sponsor to our podcast. So suck it, the other two podcasts. One. So here we go. Portland's preposterous purveyors of the Purell and Piquant are here to tell you one thing. It's food! That's right. But did you know Ironclad Eats is more than just a place for drunks to angrily buy food at last call? I didn't. Ironclad is also a one-stop shop for cheap t-shirts made in a home office by someone taking no salary. Sweatshop prices at half the cost. So go to ironcladeats.com and buy whatever. Then message us on Instagram to tell us what you actually wanted, and you'll probably get it. Uh, coming soon, they're accepting souls as payment. So to the couple of people left in this league that has a soul, uh, you could offer that up as payment for some tacos or some merchandise. Uh, stay posted for more exciting offerings and events from Ironclad Eats. I bet you won't shit your pants after eating it. Our lawyers have advised us not to say we promise you won't poop him for lawyer reasons. I believe him since he's a Jewish. Uh, so that is our sponsor for the week. I'm sure there's no possible feedback to be given uh, about the messaging and wording used in any of this. So pretty solid offering. So they are the sponsor of our unsolicited advice um, segment. If there are any other sponsors, I don't think we need them. But we do have other segments you could sponsor. But Ironclad Eats is kind of the big dog here. So, um, do we want to move to our unsolicited advice for the league this week? We do. Do you want to start or do you want me to go with mine? Uh, If you've got yours ready, go right ahead. I'm still pulling mine up. I do. So, uh, I got a trade offer from this person, from this owner. Uh, and I'm saying if he thought he was leading with his best stuff to try to have me trade away Ezekiel Elliott or Joe Mixon, I would say you should definitely play this player this week. Um, so this goes to Cardinals. I think you should play Darrell Henderson um, instead of, I mean, I would take it either Harris, Carson, or Cooper. Any of the spots that that person goes since you believe so heavily in him um, to trade him for you know a top-tier running back. Definitely play him this week in one of those three spots. Uh, I'm going to say you take out uh, Harris this week and put in Henderson. I think 
he's going to do great. So that is my unsolicited advice for the week. All right, and I am going to be helping out my adversary from last week, uh, and that is Chuck, the owner of Herbie Hancock. Uh, You're going up against uh, third place this week in Josh Yardley of the Mad Dogs. Uh, So if you want to beat him, take him down. Projections are close. He's got you losing by four points exactly. Um, So if the Yahoo projections are correct, and we all know that they always are, uh, you just need to find four more points uh, than what they think you're going to get. And I believe if you want those four points, you got to go with Chris, uh, sorry, Corderell Patterson. Um, he has actually been doing pretty well uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, when I saw him on your team a few weeks ago, I was like, what are you doing? That guy, he is never consistent. But so far, He's doing pretty good. He seems to be a favorite. They keep working him into the play into the, um, the play calls. Uh, so I think he'll score pretty well. And I would probably put him in. Hmm. I would. I, I would definitely think about taking out Jacoby Myers because the Patriots are in trouble this week. Uh, I know Tampa Bay's secondary is not as good as uh, their run stopping abilities, but. They might be coming after uh, Mac all week, or I mean all day, and they won't let him time to throw the ball, so Myers might have a down week. Uh, So I would definitely consider putting in Patterson for Myers. All right. Um, And so that has been Unsolicited Advice, again brought to you by Ironclad Eats. Also, potentially a baby sponsor of the parent Monster Energy Drink. Still working on it. We'll see. All right. So we should move on to um, our picks this week, which brings us to, I think, a new twist on this segment, if I am understanding correctly what I'm about to do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're the one doing it, so I hope you know what you're doing. (laughs) Well, I mean, we've seen me play fantasy football, so... Jury's not still out on that. They know I'm guilty. Um, so my picks over the past few weeks, I just used the pick league pick them this past week, and I remember my picks from the following the previous week. My record so far for picks are four and eight. That's not great. That's really poor picking. That is actually worse than what you would get if you were to just leave your decisions to the roll of a dice. So. That's what I'm going to be doing this week. I'm going to be rolling some D20s to determine my picks for the week. And that is how I'm going to decide mine. The super nerdy way. Uh, do Would you like to pick yours first to see if my dice align? Or do you want to follow my dice? Uh, I will be picking my own games without dice um, because I am not uh, a magical wizard elf. Um, (laughs) But I am also four and eight with my totals uh, for the year. So I'm not much better, but I'm going to stick to my guns. Um, And going, I'll just start right off with a game that I already called in the Discord. Uh, Mm. Looking at my game, uh, myself versus Mantis Toboggans. Uh, Once that trade went through, I think 
Brian's team did get a little bit better, so I went ahead, I congratulated him with the win, told him I already submitted my pick for the week. I've already clicked on him. He's going to win. He's going to beat me. What do your dice say, Ken? Wait, you didn't even pick yourself? No, I couldn't do it. Oof. All right, let's see. So this first roll is going to go for Lab Rats. And you got, uh, on a d20, you somehow got a 22. So that's pretty good. Mantis Toboggans got a six. So I'm going with my partner in crime, Lab Rats. All right, that's cool. The magic dice are on my side. I'll take it. All right, which game are we going to go to next? Uh, why don't we go to my game next? I Because the only reason I say that is because I tabbed out. Each game in order on the front from the front page. Fair enough. So my game. Fair let's enough. see. Let the dice roll. So this is Dirty Dave's. He got a straight up two. Not great. Not great. That's even with your modifier of being dirty. I guess that's dexterous figuring people. I don't know. Uh, my roll. Who on a D twenty? Didn't know this was possible. Twenty six. I got a twenty six. I'm picking me for the week. And I'm going to crush Dirty Dave's and his lecherous ways. Well, I'm going to agree with the dice on this one. Uh, he is in rough shape now with uh, CMC out. Um, he's projected not to score too many points. And in this case, I do think that these projections should work out okay, as long as you can do more than 101 points uh, like you did last week. Um, so I'm putting this on your show. This is your game to lose. Um, the dice say it's I'm not giving it to you, though. The dice have I'm decided. I'm giving it to you, though. Dice have All decided. Right. All right. Um, I have Party News USA and Cardinals next. All right. Who do you got? This is a tough one. Uh, these two teams have both been performing pretty well recently. Um, again, Ross picked all the right players uh, last week. If he can do that again, he'll put up that magic 130 points. Uh, but Shane's been hitting those 130s. He's projected at 140 this week. Oof. Um, let's see. Dallas is playing Carolina. So can the Prescott-Cooper matchup work? You know, da -da -da -da. I think I'm going to have to give this one to Shane. Ooh, okay. What do the dice say? Let's see. We have, so we have Prince USA. Um, who is a cat like me, so technically he would be of the Leonin race, so I'm going to roll for him first. And we have a, a nine. Not not great. Not great. And for the Cardinals, we have like a bird-like creature. I believe the Genesee. I could be wrong. Let's see what we got. We have a, a 13. So this week goes to the Cardinals, according to the dice. And I don't know why I sound like a stereotypical radio host, but I'm going with it. All right, I have Anal and Finley Warriors next. Oh yeah, you've had Anal, have you? Oh wait, did wait <laughs> Chuck? Is that you? I feel like this is like a Scooby Doo moment. I'm gonna pull your mask off, and it's gonna be Chuck there the whole time. Yeah, and I would have gotten away with it too. <laughs> well, actually, it, oh. I know it can't be Chuck because this there would have been editing. There would have been like little stingers and sound bites. Where we are just like insane people, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, he would have had, what did he have? He had fake 
promos of his own for his own podcast in the middle of his podcast and we've got real sponsors that were like not they were like skinamax they weren't like hardcore it was like softcore porn where he's like welcome back to the show <laughs> it's like asmr uh, all right back on track now we've got uh, <laughs> anal up against finley warriors <laughs> Uh, both projected to score almost exactly the same. So Yahoo yeah. is calling this a toss of the coin. Uh, Kyler Murray, if he can bounce back up against the Rams, that's possible. Um, I mean, the Rams did let up some points against Tom Brady last week, even in their win. So possible Kyler Murray could put up a bunch of points, even if they end up losing that game. Aaron Rodgers going against Pittsburgh, though. He could put up a pile of points Pittsburgh is garbage. Oof. Um, just for recency bias, because I talked to Pat last, I'm going to go with the Finley Warriors. All right. So let's see what the dice have to say. We have, let's see, who am I rolling for first? Let's go with Anal first. We're going to roll some, some dice here. Anal ends up with a four. Oh. That's too bad. And Finley Warriors. Ball, terrible rolls for everybody around, but a seven. Finley is taking it this week. It's The dice almost came out close to the projections where it's real, real tight. Only a few uh, spots in between them. So Finley Warriors is my pick for this week. Or the dice's pick, I should say. I have uh, Mad Dogs and Herbie Hancock next. Again, yeah, who's projecting it close? Only four points difference. You know, I told Chuck how to win this one. Uh, I don't think he's going to listen to me. He's going to play his Patriots wide receiver because he believes, he always believes, um, which is going to let the Mad Dogs win. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Mad Dogs. Right. Uh, I would also like just to uh, nerd check myself. The Cardinals should be a Kenku, not a Genesee, just if anybody's paying attention. Uh, so this week for Mad Dogs and Herbie Hancock. Um, so let's see. I'm going to roll for Mad Dogs first. Um, ooh, 16, which is kind of on on brand for them. Herbie Hancock. Let's see if we can stroke those ivories for something better. Nope. A six. Mad Dogs is taking it this week. Mm, tough, tough loss for Chuck there. Yeah. Uh, that leaves what The Rock was cooking and Malcolm Death Squad. Hey, maybe this is a call out to Ray. If you want to call in uh, to our broadcast next week or one of the upcoming weeks and let us know, you know, what the hell, what's, what's The Rock cooking? Um, <laughs> if you want to explain your name, you know, let us know what's on the menu. Feel free. Like uh, but looking at this, yeah, who's got it a four point uh, in your favor? I'll try to break this down. And Pat Mahomes on Malcolm Death Squad. He just traded for him, so he's hoping for big things up against Philadelphia. They're not great, so he could do something there. Chris Godwin could put up some points against the. New England Patriots this week. Back over on your side, Tyler Lockie. I turn with Lauren. Mm. Um, 
Well, if I were a betting man, and I have to be because that's what we're doing right now, <laughs> I would pick Malcolm Death Squad. Oh, Malcolm Death Squad. All right. So I, after just quick looking, am going to call Malcolm Death Squad a feral tiefling. And Ray's team is either definitely like a Fearbolg bard or a satyr. That may be more him personally, but let's see. We're going to go with the Feral Teeth thing, which is Malcolm Death Squad first. And he's going to get seven. Man, my dice are terrible tonight. So, seven for Malcolm Death Squad. Let's see what the Rock gets. He's going to get a five, which goes against my own logic of who I thought was going to win this game. But Malcolm Death Squad wins this game, according to the dice. All right, the picks are in. Everybody can go bet these at Vegas. Now that we told you how they're going to end up. Yeah. All right. So that's the picks. Um, if you're really excited for more D&D, just call me. I'll roll some dice on the phone. You can listen to that. I'll make predictions about your future. You can pay me some money. I'll start an OnlyFans, maybe. I'll roll with my feet. Um, but... <laughs> Was that a face I saw? That's rude. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a feet guy. <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I, but some people are. And it's the easiest thing yeah. to sell online. Um, any any other things that we missed this week? Or should we move to our what did we drink tonight se- section? Oh, not nearly enough. That's I true. I didn't drink enough. But, um, yeah, I think I've hit on everything I need to hit on. Um, just overall... Good luck to everybody. It was great to have uh, Pat on the podcast tonight. Um, Just want to wish his family the best again. Know that we're all thinking of him. Uh, But other than that, I say have a good night, Ken. And what have you been drinking? I was drinking tonight a Southern Tier Pumpkin to get into the spooky season mode. Mm, all right, and I've just got a UFO Light Force, uh, which is just a, a white ale with orange peel and coriander, so it's an awful lot like a... A Hefeweizen? Um, no, 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 it's more like a, an Allagash, or a, is it Allagash White. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, and tonight's D&D dice rolling section has been brought to you by Skull Splitter Dice and Black Forge Dice. If they ever listen, maybe they'll send me free dice. I don't know. Otherwise, um, have a good night out there, everybody. Um, yeah. You good? I'm good. Looks like the game's about to start, so let's go watch some football. All right. See you later. All right. Cheers, man. Bye.